Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to back. Another episode of the Cave of Crimes. My name is John, and I'm Fauzi. Tonight, it's Cave of Crimes again. Uh, that's our third episode. And uh, today, John is gonna take the wheel and drive us uh, somewhere to a Hungary, I'm assuming. Yes. I have no fucking idea what the hell this crime or this story is about. For all I know, we're taking uh, the time travel car and we're driving to Hungary. Metal Ages, the end of the Metal Ages, I think, Correct. from what I... Right. And I, this is one of the first stories where you really literally don't know anything. Like in the previous ones yeah. we do, we sort of look into each other. You know, we kind of have a small idea. Yeah, we talk about it a little bit. This you time know. you know nothing, I don't because think. Because I was like, it's from Hungary. I struggled like five minutes trying to write the name right. Some weird <laughs> shit popped out. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, we're dealing... I don't want to learn about this. Yeah, Let's we're... just do it live. Yeah, this is uh, definitely hard to read because a lot of the names and things like that are in Hungarian. So pardon me if I to any Hungarians who listen to this podcast because I'm totally going to <laughs> mispronounce these words. I'm trying as best as I can to pronounce these names. But yeah, so this is our new episode of the Middle Age, uh, our series on the Middle Ages. And I'm really excited to do it. Personally, I'm very, very interested by both Hungary and Romania, which is next to Hungary. It's the good stuff. It's a lot of really awesome legends and stories from this part of the world that I really enjoy. But boy, oh boy, do I have a story for y'all tonight. Because my friend here is not only really inter a really interesting guy, but he meets... <laughs> well, let's just say that his fate is oh, I it's the stuff of night. I mean, anyways, we'll get into yeah, it, you but it's know it, guys. We only bring the good stuff down here in this cave. Yeah, this portal, this time travel portal has taken us to this has to be one of the darkest things I've I've personally read. So, let's get to the main character of this wonderful story or actually before we do that i do want to give you guys a bit of a setting as to where we are so it is the year 1470 i would say that it's the high middle ages it's sort of the end of the middle age period for hungary it's mm -hmm. reaching its final leg currently in this part of the world in the year 1470 the kingdom of hungary is waging i mean the kingdom of hungary along with the holy roman empire and several other kingdoms of europe are all waging war against the ottoman empire oh really yeah at that time yeah so there is a bit of a power struggle going on now if a couple of you who listened to our first episode in france if y'all remember the kingdom of Burgundy, the Valois, mm. this was a couple of decades before this, or this was like in the late 1300s. Right. So this was less than 100 years before the events of this. Right. And the French were also involved in this war as oh, well. Oh, were they? Yeah, they also had stakes in this as well. Interesting. You know, 
I'm not going to get, you know, there was, they had their 100 years war at that time in the late 1380s, 1370s with the English. But at the time period, there was this Ottoman Empire that was growing in power and the Muslims were starting to gain more and more land. So as you would imagine, Hmm. the the papal state of the Holy Roman Empire and all of the other kingdoms that were affiliated with them were trying to fight to be able to push the Ottomans back. That's sort of the landscape here in 1470. So, what happened was, in 1470, a man by the name... So, who's our guy? Who's our main character? Well, that's what I'm getting to. His name is Georgi Dosha. Is that what his real name is? Well, it's it's spelled G-Y-O-R-G-Y. The O has the two dots on the top, which means the pronunciation is different. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I'm saying Georgi Dosha. It could be Georgi Dosha. I, pardon my pronunciation. I, I'm gonna I call do. him Georgi. But we're gonna call him <laughs> Georgi. It's just easier. Apparently, this is also a very common name in Hungary. It's, it's a common. Fuck it. It could be George for all we know in Hungarian, but. Georgi Dosha is going to be the protagonist of our story. He is born in 1470, and Georgi goes on to become quite a good warrior. A warrior? Yeah, he is a man-at-arms and also a nobleman. He is also from a place in Romania, currently Romania, that Um. you have all heard of before. He is from Transylvania. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. The place of Dracula. However, this has nothing to do with Count Dracula or the king of that time period. Nothing to do with that. He's just from Transylvania. He was born in modern-day Romania, but at that time, it was the kingdom of Hungary. Interesting. So, he grows up a nobleman, but he is also a great warrior. And he gains a reputation in the kingdoms for his valiant fighting, for his courage, and also for his ability for being just a great swordsman. Why is this important? Because around this time period, what ends up happening is that King Vladislas II of Hungary, he is the current king. That was the king at the time? Yeah, he sends one of his men to the Holy Roman Empire. Mm. And the messenger who goes there talks to the Pope Leo X. He is the man in charge at the time period for the Romans. And he sends back a letter to the Hungarian Empire stating that they are going to prepare an army to fight against the Ottoman Empire. So they're going to start preparing these armies and gather troops. And they're going to start to mobilize against the encroaching Ottomans. And they decide that this young Georgi Dosha is going to be one of the head lieutenants that's going to mm. lead an army. So he was already like so- beginning to be a something, you know? He was already... From a, his background of being a warrior. He was already... He was a noble person. He was already a bit of a somebody. He had already developed a reputation for being a soldier of fortune and being a, a strong warrior. So he was a very strong candidate for the Hungarians. And they were like, yeah, we kind of want to nominate you to lead some of our troops. Yeah. yeah. However, what's interesting 
is that they don't give him any warriors. So what, like go fight by yourself? No. (laughs) (laughs) What happens is they say, okay, listen, what we're going to do is we're not really going to give you trained soldiers. What you need to do is you need to create your own army. I thought so. And you're going to do so. You're we're going to give you some time, but you are going to go out. You're going to find the. <laughs> you're going to pick from a bunch of peasants, and you're going to what? train. And you're going to train them. Oh, what a f- he probably was like. Oh <laughs> shit, man! I, I know this. it's kind of like, bro, really? I mean, you get promoted and everything. Like King Leo or the Pope is like, you know, King the King of Hungary is like, hey, we're gonna send you off and we're gonna give you an army. But actually, no, you're gonna build your own army and none of Go them are going. Go find your own bunch of losers. Man. Yeah. What so a it, miserable it, mission. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, look, dude. Pick your own people, start recruiting, do your thing. So, All right. our friend Dosha here, he, that's his last name, I'm just going to go with Dosha. He is a trooper, and he's like, you know what, I'm just going to go out, I'm going to try to find people. And what he does is he starts recruiting students, peasants, he starts recruiting like the bottom of the barrel of society scrapping at this time. Scrapping the bottom of the fucking barrel. <laughs> yeah, scrapping the, scra- like, the yeah the, the burned from, the burned rice. They're like ah. <laughs> yeah, so he's just like, hey, uh, I know like that you're a student and all, but do you wanna like fight for me and shit? And they're like, I-, I guess it's like, look, there's glory if we win, and I'm a great warrior, and there's a lot of, uh, I have a lot of reputation in these lands, sure. and and they're like, okay, fine, we're gonna die of syphilis probably by the end of the year, might as well, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps. I mean, at this time period, like people are dying left and right, anyways. It's kind of the, the lay of the land in, in fourteen. Well, at this point, no longer fourteen seventy. Now he's a grown man, so probably around fifteen hundred. Yeah. So. He goes out and he recruits, like I said, students. He recruits priests. He recruits all these people that are sort of like the low rung of society. And he ends up recruiting about 40,000 of them. What? Yeah. How? Like, what is this online he's been doing? <laughs> like, I don't get it. He just goes on Craigslist, like, What the put... fuck? Like, he just, like, what is that? Bruh, I don't know what, I mean, it doesn't, I looked for research on how he recruited these people, and I couldn't find any. There's not too much information in English. There are books about this guy in Hungarian that are not mm. translated into English, and, well, I, I can't mean, really I do guess. Anything. But from the articles that I looked at, there is no information that states just how well, he, he found. Fucking nailed people. it. But it must have been other people that were working with him. Like they went to all these neighboring cities. He must cities have been and really known. He was also really known. Like he had a name for he he was a known swordsman. He was renowned for being a great fighter, so perhaps people were they respected his name and they decided to join him. But anyways, he recruits 40,000, right? So our boy Georgie, he gets the 40,000 people and he trains the fuck out of them, right? Teaches them how to sword fight, teaches them shields, teaches them the whole hoopla, everything. Beautiful. Teaches them. And it sounds kind of romantic when you think of the story of this guy who takes all these misfits, all these bottom rung people, and he trains them to fight. Yeah. 
you know, and it sounds kind of awesome. You kind of root for this man because you're thinking like, yeah, he's hell yeah, bro. Like you're taking all these people from the lowest of the low yeah, I mean, and you're making alone. them killers. That's kind of cool. Sure. What? <laughs> you're not sure. impressed. Back then it was, yeah, sure. Well, not for the poor people who are going to have to go and fight to the death. Yeah. Because eventually they're going to have to meet the Ottomans and things are going to not get, things are going to end up pretty bad for them, but. Oh boy. But actually what ends up happening is that they don't actually ever meet the Ottomans. What, because they sneak around? No. What happens is, Georgie, after he teaches these people how to fight, of course, you would imagine it takes weeks to do this. This isn't like you're just going to learn in two days. I mean, you're yeah. teaching people who are priests, students, and peasants how to fight with swords, yeah. with shields, with armor. This takes a while. So, he, you know, he it took him it took him a while, but while he was doing it, he started becoming friends with them, right? He started becoming buddies with them and talking to them and finding out more about these people in Hungary and and Hungary and Hungary yeah and just what they go through and he starts to find out just how horrifically corrupt the king is ooh from all the stories from the public and uh, yeah people. like these people start telling him stories about how they so have not- no money how the kingdom doesn't care about them at all just all these horror stories about the nobility and how it just doesn't care at all about the poor. Man, it fucking scares me now because he sounds like a cool guy. I don't I don't want him. I don't know. You better sit tight, bro, because it's going to be a rough one. Uh, it's going to get really rough. And the sad part is this guy gets even more likable. <laughs> <laughs> like he's even God more likable. He's a he's a he's is he a, a good guy. He's an honorable dude. Oh, fuck. Well, well, well. I mean, from what we know, again, there are things that we don't know about him. It's all kind of limited. But from what I read, he's a cool guy, I and mean, he he's listens to friends his, with his students. Yeah, he's soldiers. listening to his soldiers, and they're telling him stories about the corruption of the church and all these different things. And then Georgie starts to sort of think to himself, like, man, I really feel for you guys and I feel bad about what you've been through. That's not fair. It's not fair that you have zero support from the kingdom, that you're dying of famine and poverty and there's just nothing for you. And as they start to become closer, he starts to look around and he starts to think like, okay, let me think. I am a good fighter. I'm a good leader, and I just trained 40,000 men. I mean, yeah, sure, that's So he starts to uh, think to himself, I don't know. I kind of think that uh, we should change the modus operandi of what we were trying to do. So... But they're still fighting against the Ottomans. Like, that was the main goal. Well, that is what the king is ordering him to do. But my point is, he's starting... But now he's got an army and But now he has an army and he's got some power and he's looking around. Oh, boy. And he's thinking like, well, you know what, dude? Fuck these kings. They're assholes anyways. Now he's got his own legion, dude. Like, he can fucking... He's got his own legion. He can make more still. Exactly. So... What they start doing is they start going to all these little places, right? Little counties, little villages, and 
what happens is that the noblemen in these places, they start demanding these soldiers to pay up money or to give something to the kingdom, right? Mm. Except these peasants are now soldiers that are trained and there's a fuckload of them, right? Yeah. So they're like, <laughs> hold up. Wait a minute. You want us to pay you? After we just spent months learning how to fight and there's 40,000 of us and we're led by this great fighter? Nah, son. True. Oh, wow. So they say no. After they say no, the noblemen start to poorly treat the wives and the families of the peasants. They start beating the women, raping them as revenge to the peasants who decided not to agree and to go along with the noblemen yeah so now things are messed up because now the noblemen have just fucked with the families of the peasants the peasants are really pissed they're trained to fight now and there's a load of them that are mobilized so let the fuckery begin because what ends up happening is that after this occurs the no the peasants riot and they set out on a crusade to kill the noblemen in all these little villages. So they really? so they start beating the fuck out of all the noblemen, but led was, by Georgie. Okay. So Georgie's like, let's fucking do it. God damn. So they beat the fuck out of these noblemen, right? They fucking flipped on the king and they started flipped, rioting against well, all the noblemen. They started rioting on the local gentry. So the oh, local they troops. Start, they started little. It starts small. It starts with a couple. And what ends up happening is that these peasants... I mean, they had it coming. Exactly. They're fucking assholes anyway, so might as well. But what happens is the noble, the peasants, they are taking out all their frustration because they've been pissed for a long time. How? You know? So they start impaling the noblemen. They start fucking staking them. They start fucking doing all sorts of shit, like torturing the fuck out of them. You know, like cutting off their fingers, doing like really sick shit to them as revenge for the things that that these noblemen did to their families and to them, right? So they set out on this almost, you know, they set out on this journey to get revenge against landlords and powerful people. Now, what's interesting about all this is that while what they do is they start going to all these different villages and towns and just sacking them, just beating all the noblemen. And it's pretty brutal because they torture these people. They, they again, they're impaling all of these powerful rich people and stuff like that. Yeah. But in all fairness to, in all fairness to Georgie and to the peasants, they did not just kill anybody. So when these outbreaks started, it's not like they were just murdering people blindly. All right. They were only targeting noblemen, really. They were torturing them. But if there were other peasants who were not involved, they would usually let them free and they would let them go. So it's not like they were just... I guess that makes sense. ...pillaging everything. Yeah. They were particularly aiming directly at the powers yeah yeah so anywho it's more clear now anywho it all seems pretty good at this point it's you know it's 
they're it's you want to root for georgie here he seems like a good guy they're really not he's not fighting for his people he's fighting for the people the guy turned around even though he obviously really i mean he's really pissed off the kingdom because the kingdom now has word that there is a revolt being caused by the peasants yeah yeah, yeah. so he's now aware of what's happening here or the king vladislas ii is now aware of what's happening and now things are going to get really serious however this little uprising with the peasants is going to get a thousand times bigger and it becomes huge in the kingdom of hungary because it starts off with little counties so and now villages. it's like a rebel thing but it's now grown from a little uprising to being a full-on revolution yeah that's what, yeah that's where they're going to all these different places for example and he was leading this georgie is leading this however this is what's interesting before i get into this part as the riots get bigger as they keep sacking he cities loses control he loses control i mean that's what every time that's what I've, until now this is what happens to georgie he starts to lose a little bit of control because the forces become a little too powerful he can't control the peasants or this army any longer as much as he could before but our boy Georgie, he starts to have, he starts to become a little delusional. In what way? He starts to have wild aspirations that he could someday become the king. Now Ooh. he's starting to get a little power hungry when he realizes that they're making a really big move here and that they've captured the attention of the most powerful people in hungary stop fantasizing about being the king yeah like everybody does like everybody else i mean like if you've been you know like the, la the last two guys we talked about it was the same thing these guys started to god this is fucking crazy every fucking time dude like they taste like they taste a little power and it's just so like like oh why not take a shot at the fucking throne yeah, and it's always a situation where they flew too close to the sun and it was just like, you, you, you know, you got a little too close there and you got burnt. Anyways, let's not spoil that. So, <laughs> okay. So, anywho, he starts to lose power, which is already a big problem, right? Because you're thinking like, you have a powerful army, correct? You've managed to sack some cities and now you've made a big dent. But still, dude, like you, you're far from being the king, man. Like, remember, remember they're still first of all it should be remembered that this army of peasants these forty thousand men they don't have the technology or i should say they don't have the armor yeah of the kingdom of hungary the actual soldiers right, are well right. armed you're comparing your little people your little army you just made to a whole legion of the king with weapons and legit armors exactly you're you can i mean you might have forty thousand people but they don't have the best armor their swords are not the best they don't have you know all the different things like i don't know catapults all the different types of yeah, technologies they had at the time scrapped them from the bottom like he was yeah collecting all these poor people like some people are fighting in their pajamas for <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much you know i, could, I would imagine it's so true it's like yeah come join me he's like well i know let's do this right so like you have people that can fight now but at the end of the day <laughs> dressed in they're slippers fight, they're 
fighting in slippers. You're fighting in bathrobes and shit. And they're like peasant carps, you know? Like, you don't have, you know, you don't have, like, what is it called? Uh, Kevlar armor and chain mail. Like, there's none of that shit. You don't have that. None of that stuff. It's pitchforks and knives. Yeah. (laughs) Good. They're good with it, but I mean, there's only so much you can do. Well, anyways, keeping that in mind, they go on to. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit of an idea, Georgi Dosha and his army, they captured a city and fortress of Shanad. They also captured Ooh. the city of Arad, which is currently Romania, the wow. cities of Lipa and Vilagos. So they captured a bunch of cities in the in the area of Romania bordering with Hungary. And what happened is they had they, they at this so now they're point, controlling cities. They're controlling cities, and what's happening huge. is they have different sections. They have different like scattered leagues scattered in different cities. So now it's a full blown takeover. And at he's got this power point, now. And he's got power. So at this point, shit hits the fan because the king obviously knows all this, and now it's like, oh shit, motherfucker. Yeah. No, of course you would imagine this is, you know, this is you're being you know you you're, this is treason this is treason against the kingdom because you were hired to fight against the ottomans and instead you started a fucking peasant uprising so Doesn't this mean if we told you to go collect your own soldiers right i mean that could probably be the thing who triggered it all for georgie we don't know probably like yeah also, he was pissed with the king because, like, he was this motherfucker wanted to go find my own people. All right, it has to my, be. I'll find my own people. You son of a bitch. Exactly. I'm back for you. Exactly. It has to be that. It has to be like, wait a minute. Because that's up. mentioned yeah. in the story. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. You're telling me I don't even get soldiers. You're gonna make me go train peasants? Fuck out of here. That means that even though they liked him, he was the that, he, he was the bottom that, general. Yeah. He was the that. bottom one. They were like, you're the bottom dude, and we're just gonna give you. Like, he wasn't really, he was kind of the, he wasn't really that. He couldn't have been respected, bro. He couldn't have been. So he was If he like, was I'm respected gonna, enough, gonna, they would mm-hmm. give him the best soldiers. Why would mm-hmm. they? He had to train people off the street. Like, right. That's that? Yeah, that's it. So he, he wanted to put his fucking foot down and right. show who's king. Right. King. <laughs> it, it has to be. It has to be some type of revenge for him as well because he wants to be respected. Besides and he felt slighted fighting to some for degree. his people or whatever they were doing against the noblemen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So... So what ends up happening is that now the kingdom has mobilized because this is a full-blown revolution. This is a revolution. And Obviously, yeah. And, you know, as you would imagine, the Hungarian Empire is freaking out. So what the king does is that he assembles all sorts of soldiers from Bohemia. He even gets soldiers from the Holy Roman Empire. Oh, my God. So they're going to come down with the force of 10,000 popes. That's 10,000 like armies to Poor finish this Georgie. off. Georgie is like level 10 and the king is like level 50. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a massacre. They, you know, because and it's very important, guys, to understand this as well from a historical context here. 
there is an enemy approaching from the uh which is the ottoman empire the last thing that hungary Man. needs right now is a civil war or an uprising it's happening like in it's country, like we so. talked about in uh, our first episode of the series john the fearless when england was approaching yeah. Yeah, and then you have all these internal struggles within France and the House of Burgundy and Valois and the House of Orleans. Exactly. History repeats itself, man, all the it's time. It's very interesting. It's very interesting how you have like this enemy approaching and then there's this internal conflict occurring. So yeah, for the Hungarians it's bad and it's also bad for the for the Roman Empire, which is why they Bohemia and the Roman Empire, why all these places also sent their troops in because they thought yeah bro like this is bad like we need to yeah, squash we, we need, gotta we need, finish this off we need to it's too late we need to nip this at the butt immediately because this shit's gonna get bad and we should stop this immediately so they assemble all these people they get a massive army and they start coming down on our boy georgie and his troops poor georgie and it goes a little back and forth you know it's a bit of a of a bloody affair i would say but it's kind of um it's obviously in favor of the kingdom they have more power right that's what i was thinking like is it like it has to be something out of a revenge because why he would he's not stupid right has the, he had the power to gather forty thousand? he's not stupid he knows the king's got more power. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a I, I think it's a situation of just being so delusional, and maybe I mean, look, you also have to see from this guy's point of view, right? Imagine that you have an army of some fifty thousand. I mean, just throw a number; it yeah. doesn't matter. But it's a lot of motherfuckers, and you have a lot of cities under your control already. Yeah, in your eyes. You feel like you can't be beaten. Mind you, they've already defeated a whole bunch of gentry right, and, and local right, battalions. Yeah. They've already fucking... They have people. They have their hanging noblemen from trees. They're impaling them on swords Might and well killing them. take a them. shot at the king. Right. So to his... In his perspective, they were a couple of chess moves away from winning the whole thing. I I mean, obviously, I, I he probably had an idea that, that, that there was a massive... Uh, there was a massive army coming in to take him out. I'm sure that he could not have been dumb enough to not realize that That's, eventually yeah. there was going to be a huge clapback. It was going to be massive. Fucking legions behind the king, dude. Yeah, I mean, you're talking... It's a different It's a different thing. And not only that, but you have multiple armies. You're not talking just about the Hungarians. The, yeah, the he, Roman Empire, you have Roman <laughs> soldiers coming in as well. Don't fuck with Romans, bro. <laughs> So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, this guy definitely managed to piss off a lot of really powerful people. So anywho, what happens is there is a huge battle in a city that at the time was called Temesvar that is currently called Timisoara in Romania. They have this big battle between the troops of between the troops of Doja, Georgi Doja, yeah, and the Hungarian Empire. And as you would imagine, the you know, here in this city, you see the you know, the the army of Doja finally come face to face with these plated just chain mailed up soldiers and knights and as you would imagine they got absolutely massacred 
Oh my god! <laughs> so, <laughs> man, I I expected a little bit of uh, of a no. suspense to it, a little bit no, of like no. chin ching ching. I mean, what else do you want, man? It's I mean, like they showed up and they're like, oh, we fucked. No, I mean, it, it, you could imagine that they meet in this city, right? And you see the soldiers. You have, I mean, it's it's kind of like you see these 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 pen these these men dressed in leather and maybe they're wearing <laughs> slippers and pajamas <laughs> and they're wearing they, they've got their swords and then on the other side you have like this almost like just like the freaking lannisters arrive in golden plated shit and like yeah, right, swords right, made right. of gold and you're just like oh my god like what are you and they're on horses like yeah. it's just it's just nuts right god yeah so uh, yeah, unfortunately, Georgie is defeated, and he's defeated really badly. He is defeated by the forces of a man named Janos Zapolia and another man by the name of Istvan Bathory. Kudos for saying the names right. <laughs> Hopefully. <Yeah. laughs> well, you know, as as you might have heard the name Isfan Bathory, you might say, hmm, Bathory, I've heard that name before for people that listen to metal. But also people who might have heard the story of Elizabeth Bathory, oh, a very famous story. Was he her Isfan Bathory is her grandfather. Really? Yep. He Fucking is the grandfather. Hell. This is now the year 1514, by the way when this battle takes place and when our boy georgie gets defeated so as you may not uh, i don't know for people who may not know elizabeth bathory is born in 1570 i believe so well, some 50 years after the events of this so yeah. this is the grandfather of elizabeth bathory here who defeated georgie and this other man janos zapolia fun fact beautiful all right here is where things get hard so they of course get defeated uh the surviving peasants i mean i think there's like a thousands that still survive afterwards of course and they're captured along with georgie and georgie's brother who was also fighting in the battle right so they capture them they bring them in whoa he got captured in that battle i i thought he wasn't fighting or something no he was there georgie and one thing that must be mentioned is that he is fighting. He is fighting. Because he's a warrior. I he's a badass. It. I mean, this guy is a trained fighter. This guy is a, <sighs> and he was a, a very a, celebrated guy. A battle against the gang? He must have been fighting. So what happens is they start to think of ways in which to kill him. Oh. And <laughs> it's... Because uh, now he's captured. Yeah. And of course, I mean, think about it. This guy oh, was hired kid. by the king. <laughs> he does. Um, he causes a revolution in the country that oh kills thousands of noblemen. You can only imagine. I can't believe this shit is real. You can only imagine the fate that awaits this poor dude. Oh, it's not good. No. Okay. So, first things first. His brother, who was also fighting alongside him. Georgie, Georgie Dojan, he he begged, he begged, and he begged for the kingdom to spare his brother. Spare his brother. Of course, they didn't, and they cut him in three pieces. What? Yeah. Like, what? That's what? It, that's up. what it says. They like, just like they chopped him off. They just cut him into pieces. They chopped oh, him into three pieces no. and killed his brother. The fuck? Which I mean, honestly, I I'm not surprised. 
I mean, I just feel like the brutality of the kingdom, especially after this, this is this warrants. I mean, not that it warrants it. I, of course, I think Georgie is a badass, and it, it's sad that this revolution didn't didn't really pan out. But I just feel like the brutality of the no, Middle Ages and, I mean, and yeah. how these things work. It's just, of it's course, they're like, going to be brutal assholes and they're going to yeah, chop well, this guy up. Yeah, well, especially in Hungary, do a Romania and all that, these countries. It's like a another planet of brutality. I mean, it's also the Middle Ages, dude. Well, that too. It's the Middle Ages. Poor these kid. people were all ana- like, like Middle Age Europe. Everyone's a savage. People are crazy. These methods of oh, torture God. are nuts in Europe. Poor, his brother probably was like when he was getting chopped off, like, not worth it. Should have stayed home in my fucking pajamas that night. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we all should have just fucking paid our taxes and just, just shut oh, up. Oh no! And they like spared Georgie, or what happened? Oh no! Oh no! No no! As you're gonna find out, his brother got out easy. Chopped off to three pieces, got out easy. Yeah, it's easy. So they start to think, all right, what are we going to do to Georgie? Well, is this a game? (laughs) Bro, again, let me reiterate. Middle Ages. I know. Kingdoms. It's just sometimes. Holy Roman Empire. These people, this is what they do, bro. This is some sick. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So let me get to it. Georgie is sitting there captive, right? What they decide to do is they take a bunch of his men, a bunch of the peasants that were fighting for him. Like, I'd say, I don't know, I think there was like 10 of them or something like that. I'm not really sure, but they took like a whole bunch of them. Oh, God. And this is where things get dark because what they do is they starve the men for several days. He's people, he, like the guys who used the to peasants, fight with him. Yeah. They starve them for like six days or five days, but it was a long time. Wow. They don't give them any food. And there's a reason for this. Now, what they do is that they grab Georgie and, you know, they're probably reading him his final rights. They're like, okay, you're, you know, we're going to have to, you're going to be executed for treason. We're going to have to take your life, blah, 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 blah. Do you have any last words? You know, stuff like this. And Georgie, our boy, in the face of death, says, this is what he says. He says, Come back tomorrow, you miserable slaves, talking to talking 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 to his people. And see if I shrink in the midst of my sufferings. If a single groan escapes my lips, may my name be covered with eternal infamy. I mean golf clap from a man, bro. I mean it does it doesn't get better like i don't know like he's fucking courageous he's fearless as the guys we've met before yeah <laughs> yeah i Man, mean there's so something far... about middle ages people as much as they were brutal they were most definitely fearless yeah they really did. yeah yeah like, yeah they didn't shit, really these days fuck. man we're all fucking pussies here like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me you see your brother chopped off to three pieces i'll faint and never like, wake oh, up oh, oh, just just take everything <laughs> you start fucking like, what is this stuff and he like nope. talking like that nope. back yep He's, I mean, yeah. I mean, after his did brother he pull got, it off, though. Well, unfortunately, he meets a really, a really bad end. So, anyways, oh. what happens is this: they take his 
by the way, it was 14 men that they didn't feed. Oh, these were It was men, 14 yeah. peasants. Yeah. They bring them in after 14 of them. Then they take Georgie and they say, well, Georgie, you wanted to be the ruler so badly, right? And you wanted to sit on the throne so badly, right? So what they do is they get a throne made of iron. No. And what they do what is, is listen. So what they do is they take the throne and they heat it up. Whoa. They make it really, 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 really hot. Shit is real? Dude, this 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 is why oh, I had to tell this fucking this, that, story. That makes Game of Thrones a joke. It gets better or worse, depending, you know, whatever. So they take the throne, they heat it up. Then they take a crown made out of metal and they heat it up. Oh. And then they take a scepter and no. they heat it up. What the fuck? They take Georgie, they strip him down to his underwear, so he is almost naked. And what they do is that the iron that is now smoldering hot, melting hot. And he's naked. And he is naked. What they do is they place him on the throne. No, I can't imagine. And as you would imagine, as he sits on the smoldering heat, his skin starts to melt on the throne. And fuse with the fucking metal. They take the scepter and they place it in his hands so that he has to hold it while it melts his hand away. And then, as if it were a scene in Game of Thrones for all the people that watch it, what do you think they do with the crown? Place it on his head. Sure. Melt it with his skull. So they grab it and they place it on his head as it starts to burn through his scalp and it starts to rip into his bone and it starts to go into his brain matter. So they start to melt him to death. But it gets even fucking worse. That's not enough? Like, I don't get it. Because... His body is now melting. It is now being melted to death, so his skin is soft. And what they do is they start taking pliers that they heat it up, and they start picking at his skin so that it starts to rip open into flesh, so that his flesh starts to rip open. And then, well, what about the 14 peasants that haven't eaten for 14 days? Or no, they get the peasants. No, and they say that's that. Oh no, go to your king, Whoa. and eat his flesh. That's badass. So they grab the peasants, and they each have to take turns eating a piece of his melted flesh. Oh my god! What is this? What is that? That's that another level. Shit of is screen. crazy. Bruh, can you imagine this guy is sitting naked on a fucking smoldering hot throne while this guy's skin is literally melting off and his peasants are taking turns, taking bites off of his skin, being forced to cannibalize him. They are being forced to eat his flesh to survive. That's insane. That's just madness. I, bro, it's, it's, I mean, it's everything. They melting him, the cannibalism, forcing these peasants to eat his own, eat, eating, to eat his skin. It is, I mean, I've never, dude, it was, it's savage. It's, I've never heard anything that horrific. I mean, and mind you, there's all sorts of horrific things. You've heard about the wheel torture or the horses that pull people's limbs off. But Jesus, man, I mean, talk about, 
not only symbolic yeah. because what the kingdom was saying was okay you're going to sit on your throne and your own people are going to eat you alive that's artistic as well not just it's some <laughs> sick shit like it's poetry it's like some uh, blood poetry from the depths nobody of hell pulled off this shit not even now not even in the movies like what is that dude it it, it really is like it's some game of thrones shit times 10 it really is which by the way you know there is that infamous scene you know with the crown that's you know on his head and shit for people that watch it but it's dude i was reading this and i was like this is crazy i can't believe they did this to this man now again when i when i think about the middle ages or just the idea that we have about the middle ages and kings and just how brutal they were especially towards a traitor who did this and caused an insurrection i not i'm not surprised yeah. I, I think people back then were so animalistic that they would probably and by the way forgot to add this little detail imagine the scene this man is burning, to, is melting oh, to death. I'm he is melting to death, so he's agonizing. I mean, you could hear his screams, his blood-curdling screams as the life is exiting his body slowly because it's a slow death. It probably took a long time for this man to yeah, die. Yeah, it's insane. And he's getting pieces of his skin eaten off by his own peasants that are being forced to eat him. I, <laughs> While they were doing this, they were playing beautiful music in the background. Really? They bought in people oh to play. God. They bought in people to play harps and they bought in people to play the piano and all these beautiful instruments. Dude, it is some dark shit. I don't know if I want to describe this as beautiful or just twisted and sick because it's real. Yeah. If it was a TV show or I would be like, you know, that's that's just the most artistic thing that's been made for the tv screen yeah but this shit happened and you're like you can't call it that anymore because it it's just twisted i'm fucked up at this point yep it is uh bruh it's it's crazy man i it almost seems unfathomable honestly you think about some of this shit you're like this is wild like how in the so uh, unfortunately yeah so that's that's the end of it and you know what is even more badass about this what get ready for it because if georgie wasn't enough of a badass already it gets even better as he is being cannibalized by his peasants he speaks he says oh, these final words here it is as he is dying he says to it hounds ye are of my own rearing whatever that means motherfucker is like yo go ahead then eat me bitch oh go ahead God. and eat my flesh that it's wild this so he's like i don't fucking care like i don't fucking care i won't do this guy is getting this guy is getting eaten alive eating alive while he melts to death and he says this yo like damn how much of a gangster are you i mean yeah I, as much as like you know of a dumbass going against the king in the first place he pulled it off for being like you know if there's an award <laughs> if there's an award for being like the most badass was what's the acting award was it oh, the oscars if there's an oscar for, <laughs> for the most badass and like fearless 
kid, it will probably be this guy. And the Braveheart Award for the biggest <laughs> badass in history goes to this dude yeah. who still was talking shit while he was melting to death and getting eaten alive by yeah. his own people. So, that was the end of Georgie. Georgie, of course, died, as you would imagine. It took a long time. It was, I mean, you couldn't imagine a more painful, agonizing, just blood-curdling death. Believe it or not, his peasants were spared. Real? Oh, no. Yeah. That's even worse. Which is worse because I think the idea was like, you've, you, you've suffered enough. I mean, you, 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 you were embarrassed. You were, you were forced to eat your own leader. I mean, and they were fuck also it. You like, can live the rest yeah. of your life in a nightmare. Because you can just imagine the 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 hell the hell that was there. Go life have after. a diarrhea from oh, your no. fucking master. <laughs> yeah, like this have fun eating insane. meat for the rest of your life after that, dude. Ah. Like Jesus. But actually, our boy Georgie has a special place in the hearts of Hungarians and Romanians. But before we get to that, I do want to say that the effects of this were enormous and actually i would imagine the this entire revolt and uprising caused the takeover of the ottoman empire not directly it was a part of Whoa. it but so like they, they were like corrupted and like they were busy with this thing well what happened was that because after they, this happened the hungarian empire was they had two problems number one you had a real a bunch of really pissed off peasants who missed their leader, who missed the revolution, who obviously were really angry. And what happened was that about seventy thousand peasants were tortured, right, in order to sort of quell, in order to kind of stop or mitigate any further revolts, right? That that cost them a lot a lot of forces already. Yep, that cost them a lot. So the Hungarian Empire already felt you could they really felt the backlash from these events heavily. Yeah, yeah. That was big. After this, this sort of aided the Ottoman Empire to sneak in and take over. So there were other events, of course, that had a lot to do with the eventual taking over of Hungary by the Ottoman Empire at the time. As you would imagine, the Ottoman Empire was successful and they won, but, and that caused the, actually the annexation of, um, of, of the empire of Hungary, but this event played a big role in it because it caused so many internal problems within Hungary that it made, it just added to an extra problem that they had to deal with. And it, le it led actually to Hungary losing a lot of power. Actually, Hungary had been losing power for a while as a kingdom, believe it right, or not. Right, yeah. So compared to France or the kingdom of England or yeah. all these other power, you know, Spain and so on, Hungary had been losing power for a while. So unfortunately, uh, Hungary... As a, as, as a whole suffered from this event. Yeah. Now, in modern day, as I was saying before, in modern day Hungary and Romania, our boy Georgi Dosha is still considered a hero. And in a lot of places, particularly I mean, streets in Hungary and Romania, there are streets dedicated. Oh, they they are named after him. There is a major, major street, I believe, in Budapest that is named after Georgi Dosha to this day. And that's in, good. There are songs made of him. There is a famous opera song that is dedicated to his life. And during actually the communist era of Hungary which was in the 1900s or yeah way way after he became yeah hundreds of years later 
he became a, a symbol of heroism and a leader of change imagine, yeah. and 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 and, and, motivation. Uh, and motivation for communists he was right. actually a big leader for socialists and communists in hungary for years oh, because he was an inspirational figure for revolution and for change things like that is it's good you know but not for him like it's just sad for him to end like this in such a fucking horrific situation yeah and you know i mean even to this day he i believe he's got um there are his faces on bills there or there really? used to be yeah he's got money he's got his face printed on money or he did i don't know if in modern times well he's probably happy still now. is but uh they printed his face on money this guy is well known in hungarian history and romanian history man being brave always pays off like doesn't matter if you're a king or a fucking warrior yeah so far i've noticed that being really brave people as much as an you. idiot you could act people will remember sure. you and 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 cheer for you and honor you and gives them motivation to do idiotic stuff on their own <laughs> <laughs> right i mean the effects of him were definitely felt for a long 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 time i mean here we are talking about him on this podcast neither of us are hungarian we don't we don't speak the language you can tell from but butchering the names yeah there's gonna be some hungarian who's like just shaking like oh stop saying that for <laughs> god's sakes but Sorry. um but you know like yeah i mean it really shows you that I mean, it's, again, I don't want to get into it, but maybe Georgie somewhere in some place got to see the fruits of his labor later in life, despite the fact that he suffered probably the worst death you could even imagine. I mean, his, I mean, there can't be anything worse than this. Jesus. I mean, you think about this no. guy's, the, the fate this guy, this guy met and it's just, it can't get any worse than that. I mean, what else do you want to do to the guy? get eaten alive while you get melted to death on a freaking iron smoldering hot throne like uh so i mean i hope i hope that somewhere along the way in some place he got to see his money printed on hungarian money and streets dedicated to him in romania and hungary as well and yeah i, I really hope that um i really hope that our boy somewhere in some place in some existence who knows some other maybe another dimension yeah. or wherever yeah. he is got to see that the world uh, still uh, respects him for his dedication and his ultimate sacrifice we do anywho there you have it folks Beautiful. one of the most badass human wow. beings on the face to ever walk the face of the Man, earth I'm apparently gonna, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be thinking about this <laughs> for a while yeah he's uh this uh, dude is nuts man i mean i i was blown away i was like i cannot ugh. it's hard to imagine these things in 2020 especially i know that i mean there's plenty of brutality in our era there's horrible things that happen to people today things that we probably haven't even heard about you know what i mean but yeah but again like the, the award of brutality torture and killing methods again goes to the middle middle ages yeah <laughs> yeah if he gets the oscar for like being the biggest but, badass yeah. the middle ages gets, gets the that. award for like worst brutality in terms of like torture i mean oh i mean man. like 
and we're just probably touching the the, the tip of the iceberg like, yeah this is, like, imagine the things we don't know and the things we're gonna be keep bringing to you guys yeah there's more of this coming you know so this will wrap it up for tonight hope you enjoyed it yeah i hope you liked it I, of course you know i i mean by like mean i mean i know this is kind of really disturbing material too when you some of these images are horrifying but yeah nonetheless like, uh, what an interesting man he is what an interesting life he led and what a fucking brutal way to go out it's better to have dinner before listening to this or yes <laughs> so you don't and throw up in your mouth or oh you know wait until you there. listen to this and go to sleep without dinner <laughs> yeah definitely watch this on an empty stomach i would say probably for the best okay there so there you guys Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you very soon. See you very soon on the next one. Love you, love you, love you. Mwah, 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 mwah. And have a good night. Have a good night.